0: What's up, everybody? How we doing? We're uh, back to the old format a little bit for a while because we're going to get some of these Cleveland Comedy People, Cleveland Comedy Festival people um, in the feed in the next month or so. Um, and we're doing a live, not a live, uh, we're recording an episode in studio for the first time in a while uh, this Saturday with John Armstrong, so that'll be out in two weeks. I so look forward to that. Um, and, no, that'll be out next week. Yeah, so look forward to that. And uh, that's about it. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Lucas Larson from San Francisco. Um, Yeah, have a good week, everybody. Yeah, I can hear you. What's up, man? Not too much.
1: Thanks for having me on. Yeah. hey Brandon, hey, John. good to see you,
2: brother. Thanks for being on the show, man. Of course, thanks yeah. for the
0: uh How's the? Uh, I bet it's not thirty-two degrees in San Francisco right now.
1: No, it's <laughs> 60, 65 like always. Oh man, <laughs> damn, dude.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm jealous of the weather, but uh, not not the falling into the ocean you know
1: yeah exactly and like uh like i just parked my car and i had to walk five blocks to oh girls, shit. which is pretty standard
0: <laughs> oh man <laughs> on the bright side
2: do you guys ever have indoor shows or is everything just outdoor there i mean with 65 degrees year-round man
1: <gasps> ah still mostly indoor mostly like, indoor. Uh, did outdoor during the pandemic but like i think everyone's just like burned out on that
2: is, is everyone just burn out from the pandemic on the outdoor shows?
1: Yeah, yeah, like outdoor shows are just rough. If like like if you got like a crowd of twenty, yeah. and you're just like not gonna hear anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, it has to be in like uh we have one we have one place where we do outdoor shows here that is like fucking amazing. But it's like it's an out it's an out it's a patio on the back of a bar and okay. And it's so like close. The wall is so close to the wooden fence behind where you're standing that yeah. like when you have like 30 people back there, the sound is pretty awesome. But
2: it took a long tough. time for it to build up to that,
1: though. I mean, yeah. times
2: where there's nobody out there. It's just like you said, it's it's, it's horrible. It's very bad. Yeah. some
1: yeah. Like, sounds dope. Like there is a really amazing outdoor show in Colorado. Uh, that like an outdoor patio with a stage, and that show actually like turned into a
0: comedy club. So that's Ooh. like wild, wow, that's cool, yeah. Wow, uh, um, yeah. Talk
2: about a good problem to have. When did you?
0: Yeah. When did you? When did you start doing stand up, Lucas?
1: Uh, I think right around seventeen.
0: Oh, okay, cool. I so like, was that in since-
1: Colorado or San Francisco? In Colorado. So, like, I started in college, and then I graduated in 19, and then I moved out to SF, and then uh, moved out October 2019, and then the pandemic hit March of 2020, and then, like, pandemic was pretty serious in San Francisco. Yeah.
2: um, (laughs) Yeah. I like how you're like, it was pretty serious in San Francisco, and not so much in Colorado. Those guys didn't
0: give a shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, like,
0: uh, so you I basically moved like you basically moved out to san francisco when uh i can't remember his last name but uh jordan that was in the cleveland comedy festival moved from san francisco to colorado right <laughs> or or oregon or something i can't yeah, remember yeah to portland yeah portland, exactly. that's right i thought he said he was in colorado for a little bit too but yeah yes yeah, think- so like
1: we connected online and like now i like i see him like posting stuff and like people i know in san francisco are like commenting on it and stuff oh that's uh, like funny we just missed each other yeah. <laughs> smaller
2: world than we expect man. yeah how was the uh what's the big crowd difference between colorado and california is it, is it that different or is it i would imagine it's it's a more liberal crowd obviously in san francisco
1: yeah um like if you're in denver it's really liberal uh so, if you're, like, in the smaller towns in Colorado, you're playing, like, conservative rooms. And then, like, San Francisco is more diverse than, like, anywhere in Colorado. Yeah. Kind of figured as much.
2: I,
0: I would yeah. say, like, uh, there are liberal places. Like, like Portland, I think, is, like, a traditional, like, they're an actual liberal city where, like, they're not, <laughs> like, the new school liberals. Like, they still, like, they they're very liberal, but they still love, like... Like shock humor, you know what I mean. Like it's not like, like they don't get offended very easily in Portland, like they do in other liberal cities. That as, as far as I've heard, anyways. Yeah, like I, I haven't done Portland. I think uh, like
1: comparable to Portland though is Boulder, Colorado, and like Boulder is where I went to school and like ran some stuff, and like it's tough to get traction Boulder, Uh like. People think it's really liberal, but, like, a lot of, like, old, rich people moved there. And like <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was.
0: I mean, it sounds like an old, rich community, Boulder. I don't know.
2: Exactly. It sounds yeah. like things that have been in the same spot for a long time. That's what Boulder makes me think yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you,
0: and you push them down a the hill when you want to catch a roadrunner, you know? That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. No, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, no man, uh, the Cleveland Comedy Festival was fun. You were also in the Rubber City Comedy Festival. What what made you? I'm curious. What made you originally apply to the Rubber City Comedy Festival? Because okay. I always wonder when somebody's like that far away. Like how did how did you hear about it? Like,
1: so I just saw it on Facebook, and I saw that it like wasn't the first year, and like I I turned out the funny stop. So I figured it'd be a good time. And, like I was really glad to get accepted to Rubber City, and then like based on the people I met there, then I like applied to Cleveland, and like yeah. that was a really fun time as well.
0: Wait, you said you had you had heard of the Funny Stop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is very odd to me that somebody on the West Coast would have heard of the <laughs> Funny Stop, but it'd be
2: odd if somebody on the West Coast of Ohio had heard anything of the Funny Stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: oh my god
0: yeah what, what did you yeah. what did you hear about it before you went there
1: i think it was just, like just like a club worth trying to hit up and oh really like it was like a comedian probably in colorado who like tours pretty
0: regularly um yeah i mean he's had everybody come through there i mean it's 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 a well-known club amongst like veteran working comedians i think at least like everybody knows it
2: um, I assumed you were just gonna say that you had heard like a really loud Lebanese voice and somebody in California is like, Actually that's Pete from the funny stuff I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. He's really mad about something. We're not really sure yeah. what it is, but he's yelling uh, about something.
1: Yeah, Pete's uh Pete's the only owner that I've seen thou heckle comedians on (laughs)
0: stage yeah 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 and it it does i will say uh it it does kind of it if you know how to handle it like if you're expecting it it does add to the show a little bit like it it really does because people you can
2: make a whole set because
0: the people that go to that club know pete because they've been going to that club for a long time you know
1: yeah, it seems like everyone who goes there like knows Pete and his wife, so they yeah. just like know to expect it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to when I first started hosting there, it was during the pandemic and I like right right after we opened back up for the pandemic and uh I used to like try to get Pete to tell me to to tell me to fuck off or whatever from the booth whenever yeah. I would have started out. He'd always do this thing where he's like He's like, Mike Devine, fuck that asshole, blah, 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 and he'd be like, and then he'd he'd just be like, if you go to the bathroom, put that fucking mask on, and like, shit like that, and so I Uh, would just be like, uh, I would just get up there and be like, so if you didn't understand a word he said, he said, please put your mask on when you go to the bathroom, and he'd be like, fuck you, from the back, and you just riff off of it, and it's funny, people love it. (laughs)
1: yeah he's a character for sure
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i i i had more fun at the cleveland comedy festival this year than i did at rubber city but rubber city was rubber city uh it's it's uh i think it's a more engaged festival i think Mm -hmm. like because all the venues are so much closer together you know like
2: Parking yeah. parking's a hell of a lot easier.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of venues in the Cleveland Comedy Festival, which I liked because it gave people more opportunities. But it also, like, it was hard to see everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, there were two people that won Best of Fest Awards that I never even saw do a set. So, <laughs> it was yeah. like, yeah. I, was like okay.
2: I thought that was the only downside. We talked about that in the last episode, but that was the only thing I didn't love about the Cleveland Comedy Festival. And it wasn't so much that there were too many comics. It's just that there wasn't enough time. I wish they had a couple yeah. more days considering how many comics were on the festival this year.
0: Yeah, it, it was, uh, to me, it was just a, it was just a blast, like hanging out with everybody. Like I, I really didn't watch that many people sets regardless of whether I was there for the show or not. Yeah, like neither does the industry. Yeah, don't worry. I was just having yeah. so much fun hanging out, dude. I didn't, I didn't even really, the only ones I watched were the, uh, I watched most of the women in wine show at, uh, at that market avenue place because uh to be in the room you you're in the room like you can't really <laughs> like you can't really go anywhere you're sitting there or or you're yeah. getting up and leaving like it's not yeah. it, like you'd have to like hang out on the sidewalk out front or right. watch the show. yeah right. yeah <laughs> yeah so and ended- those
2: shows were like some of the some of the most fun I had wasn't so much just watching the sets; it was watching the transitions between host and comic, and like some of the intros and outros, and jokes being crossed back and forth were fucking hysterical. Yeah. See, see, young got Mickey Genosi really bad when he went up because uh, no, it wasn't Mickey Genosi; it was Milton Wiley that was hosting, and Milton just said, "See, young, you know, welcome him to the stage." And see, young gets up there and goes, "It's actually pronounced Ching Chang Chong."
0: I was there for that. That was funny. That that was. It was
2: was the little banner like that that was just so goddamn funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: Like Young was great. Like I actually like flew like we were on the same flight back at SF. So that was why. Super nice guy, man. Yeah,
2: I met him and and ten seconds into a conversation, it felt like we've been friends forever. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Um so what's the what's the scene like in San Francisco? do you guys have like a lot of mics every night or
1: yeah, so there's mics every night um except for um so Sunday is the punchline mic, so pretty much everyone goes to the punchline mic um and then you have to just like sit around for like a year and then they like randomly tell you when you're going up,
0: oh really see that's. That's but that's crazy to me to even think about because um like we don't have that at Hilarity, so it's crazy for me to think of like one of the most well known clubs in the country that they even have an open mic. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: so that was like that's interesting and like that I was like a big difference from Comedy Works in Denver. So like Comedy Works New Talent Night is Tuesday, but you just like sign up for that. You used to have to call, but like now you sign up online. Yeah. And you sign up for like four months and then you like get on where like the punchline you just like hang out and then they like randomly are like, yo, you're up next.
2: <laughs> How much time do you get at punchline if you do get that yo, you're next?
1: Uh five the first time. And then most sets set the punchline are seven. And then Damn, all right. the headliner does like uh I think the headliner does like ten to twelve.
2: The headliner does ten to twelve minutes.
0: Yeah, because they they do they do punchline is one of those clubs that does like mostly like showcase style shows, right?
2: Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: On uh, yeah, on Sundays,
1: yeah. So like they have their big headliners on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and okay. like they let comedians like into the show to hang out, which is really nice. Unless it's like a huge headliner and the place is sold out, then you can't get in. Yeah,
0: that's the same as hilarities, pretty much.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's really nice. And then Sundays is just called uh I think it's called like Bested the Bay or something. And it's it's literally like two hours of like like up and coming comics.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So it's oh, not shit. like I was thinking Punchline was like it was like LA where they where they do mainly like showcases every day of the week. <laughs> you know, like uh, that's yeah. So it's it's but, more of a traditional club then. Um yeah, how about Comedy Works? Comedy Works, like headliner Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Typical and headliner then, feature host shows.
1: Yeah, okay. uh probably the biggest difference there is. So the punchline, um, they have past comics, but also like a lot of the comics that like come through there bring a feature. Yeah. Where at Comedy Works, uh the owner really pushes you not to bring a feature. So unless you're, like, a really big name, then like yeah. you don't have a feature at Comedy Works because Comedy Works really likes to work their like, past comedians.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've had a shit ton of comedians come out of that club that have been great. Um,
1: yeah, so, like, like, in the Denver comedy scene, if you get past at Comedy Works, it's, like, essentially, like, graduating college like people would like do <laughs> yeah. that said like graduate college <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean how it how's it feel to know though that you're what so you're like what five years in the comedy
1: yeah like uh yeah like four to five like i like i, I don't really count the pandemic year but like if you count the pandemic year then yeah
2: definitely it's yeah. a tough one because like it depends on the area, you know, some areas like you were still able to kind of you only had like for us, it was only a couple of months where we really everything was shut down. And then the funny stop reopened and places were doing like socially distanced nonsense and stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, it really wasn't that long before, before we were able to go back to it. But some areas were shut down a lot longer than that. So do we gauge the pandemic year? I don't I don't know how to feel about it
0: yeah i don't know like i mean i think you it were was still formative
2: for sure man like we so many comics adapted and had to do all kinds of crazy shit to make shows happen so i mean some of that experience was beneficial i'm sure
0: yeah i mean you were still writing and and working on shit and everything so i mean you were still a comic well, during that times you know and the and the pandemic. I mean, we really didn't have like San Francisco, you guys were probably shut down for a lot longer than we were.
1: Yeah. So
0: like pretty much nothing happened for over twelve months. Like, <laughs> yeah, was, see, like
1: yeah. See, we only had like two months of downtown.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hell mid-COVID, John and I performed at a biker rep. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. So like the only thing really going on in SF was either like super sketchy indoor shows or like weird park shows where you just like yelled at strangers.
3: <laughs>
1: but then like, even the best people, like the best people in the scene were trying to get those spots. And since like, I just moved to the scene, like yeah. I was like, gonna, like get even like the crappy yell at people in the park gig. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's gotta be a nightmare. Like I know how hard it is to, to try to get somebody that's walking to the bar to come watch your set. Can you imagine trying to get joggers?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it is it is uh, it is pretty cool though. What I was saying earlier that uh, you've you've only been doing comedy for like five years and you've already been on stage at two of the top ten comedy clubs in the country. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, really,
1: really thankful for that. Yeah, because the ones you hear
0: about outside of New York and outside of New York and L.A. Obviously, the seller in the store is always Comedy Works in Denver, the Punchline in San Francisco, Wise Guys in Utah. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, Laugh Boston is a big one that I've heard a lot. Is it a Comedy Cellar in, where's the comedy? Comedy, no, comedy, comedy Cellar comedy seller, attic. York. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the Comedy Attic. I don't know where that in, one's in at. Like, though.
1: I, I think it's like
0: Idaho or something,
1: but I
2: don't know. Exactly. <laughs> really? <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: it's like middle. You should, go to, like, America. We should yeah. go to like Tennessee and set up like the comedy guest room and just complete the whole house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you always hear you always hear uh you always hear comics put hilarities in that too and it's weird because you don't you don't think of it like that whenever it's like your hometown (laughs) club you know but yeah but it is it's crazy
1: yeah no like hilarities sounds amazing i mean it's basically
0: uh, it's basically a theater yeah you know like
1: i definitely need to check it out i should have checked it out when i was in cleveland but i guess next time i'm out there
2: you yeah. did do some sightseeing though. What what what, did, what all did you see in Cleveland that was considered like an attraction to go see?
1: Yeah. So me and John saw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and yeah, that, was that was really cool. And yeah. And um, I had a buddy drive out from Pittsburgh, and we saw the art museum, and we did Fathead's Brewery, and like I got a Fathead sandwich. And like that was like delicious, but also like felt like it was going to give me a heart attack.
2: Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, you, yeah. you've done all of it basically. You, you, you've got other stuff, but you hit all the priorities. Yeah, you didn't
0: get to yeah. you didn't get to Margaritaville, but then nah, you, you like all the big spots, I was able to see that down the road.
2: <laughs> 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 you walk by and you're like, it's there. It's yeah. Not all you yeah. need. You don't need yeah. any more
0: than that. My parents went there before the main stage show on Friday it's nice. the, the the one yeah. you were hosting right yeah 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 it was yeah. funny that was funny that show was funny to me because uh my set um my mom has this like this like tick that she does when she's disappointed in you like <laughs> she'll just be, she'll just be like Tuh. and <laughs> and uh <laughs> when I when I went into my religious material and I was like I was like I was raised Catholic but I'm not religious anymore and I just hear my mom go tch. From the crowd, <laughs> And dude, it threw me off a little bit. Like it, made me, it made me laugh. To feel stage. guilty? You're
2: like, damn. Maybe I still am Catholic. I don't yeah. know.
0: <laughs> I don't feel guilty. I just laugh. I just laugh at it because it's. Hol- she knows. That, she knows that I'm gonna do religious shit, and if she doesn't like it, don't come. You know. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's nah, too late, Mom. You've already been to Margaritaville. You're not driving home now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, fucking Roseanne Barr from Denver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, like, looking right. at the uh, Dan Soders from Aurora. Like, it's a, it's a very rich Doug Stanhope, the Denver comic.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, just a bunch of people. And then, like, uh, yeah, like, all pretty much all comedians hold Wendy. Wendy's the owner of Comedy Works, like, the, Pretty much all comics hold Wendy in like really high regard. Like, yeah, uh, he started as a uh waitress and then like worked her way up to owning the club.
0: Nice, goddamn, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got with punchline shit. You have fucking uh, when Robin Williams and Mark Maron were grinding away back, <laughs> and like <laughs> those people, like San Fran was like a comedy hub in the in the eighties and shit. It was.
1: Yeah, and then like uh, Mulaney, yeah, was here for a while before he moved to New York. And then um, who does Baby Cobra? Uh, her name Ali Wong. Ali Wong started in SF. Oh he yeah, came, yeah. He immediately moved to New York. Did not know that.
0: Yeah, I love I love that Baby Cobra special. It's great. Yeah, like that is probably one of the most like recognizable like specials in the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh where are we at on time? Okay, we'll get in uh we'll get into some of these news stories. Let me I got to share the screen with you guys. Hold on. Um Yeah, we can we can talk about uh one thing. What was I going to bring up that wasn't that I didn't have a clip for? Oh yeah, have you guys been watching uh have you guys been watching YouTube a, a long time life? to time yes. in the yes. past in the past couple days? No. Not, no, in the past couple dab not like have you seen the YouTube? Have you guys <laughs> have you guys watched the YouTube? Sounds like no. I
2: figured this MySpace thing out finally. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes, I've. No, heard um of you. the ads <laughs> lately. The red one, right? <laughs> yeah. The ads lately, they uh keep having for their ads, they keep having this ad for McDonald's. That's like, uh, can you go the rest of your life without knowing that you haven't tried the succulent sauce of the McRibs? Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I think I can, dude. Yeah. Then, <laughs> I think I'll see the end of my life a lot yeah. faster the more I get used to those damn McRibs. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I guess this is the last time they're having I'm like, thank God, because I'm so sick of people talking about Mac? trash food all the time. The best
2: part is they act like it's a threat. Yeah. Like, we might just get rid of it. don't, yeah. don't you make us. And then, <laughs> so you got a new Please. phone. Who does
0: text? <laughs> I, guess, I
2: guess we're getting rid of the McRib.
0: Uh, so we're starting off with something with something uh, pretty heavy. Um, this happened. This happened today in uh, in Poland. Okay.
4: Scott. Polish officials say their president Duda is speaking to President Biden on the phone. Polish officials say they are assessing whether they need to consult with other countries under Article 4 of its treaty with NATO. And Poland confirms it is ramping up its military readiness. A government spokesperson said after top leaders just finished an emergency meeting, they say two Polish citizens died in an explosion. NBC News still cannot confirm reports by the Associated Press that two Russian missiles landed in Poland, killing two people. A senior administration official says something hit Poland, but it's unclear what it was or whether it was indeed a Russian weapon. The State Department calls the reports incredibly concerning and says right now they are being investigated.
5: We have seen these reports out of Poland uh, and are working with the Polish government and our uh, NATO partners to gather more information. Uh, We can't confirm the reports or any of the details at this time.
4: Russia's defense ministry denies reports that Russian missiles hit Polish territory, and a number of NATO nations are now voicing support for Poland with officials vowing they will help their NATO ally defend its its territory. It is an ongoing situation here, Scott. We've got tabs on it.
0: So this is uh, very serious. Um, what the hell did the McRib have anything to do with this? It did it, not. No, it did not. There was no transition yeah.
2: for this at all. No,
0: that was just me. That was just me trying to stall while I figured out how to share the screen. Because oh. I haven't done it in a <laughs> yeah. couple weeks. you were weeks. just
2: like fucking crazy. They're getting rid of the
0: McRib. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two misses.
1: <hit> <laughs> <laughs> He's like, these are people protesting the McRib.
0: <laughs> um, no, but. Uh... Bring the McRib back or we will fight or more misses. Uh, 31 minutes ago, there's a report from CNN saying Poland says Russian-made missiles, so I guess they are uh, calling it Russian now. Killed two. Uh, will consider invoking NATO Article 4. So, um, Putin uh, fucked up because i mean he just bombed a nato country
2: (laughs) the best part was them arguing like we don't know what that was that's not really (laughs) fair for you to jump to that that was a russian missile Um,
0: (laughs) while they're firing while they're firing while they're (laughs) firing 120 missiles at ukraine one accident two accidentally go over to poland they're like you don't know that that was us that (laughs) That could
2: have been anything that fell (laughs) from the sky and killed two people (laughs) happens every day (laughs)
0: oh man this uh
2: this... Also, I also wanted to bring up the point. Uh, there's got to be a better term for military readiness. Yeah, um, that didn't sound very professional at all. I feel like if I was in their military, I'd be a little scared.
0: Yeah, I, I, military uh... readiness. Okay, <laughs> I just I... hope this de escalates quickly because this could turn into like a world war. Like this is, I mean, NATO is supposed to defend other NATO countries with like full force. So, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, know. like
1: wild way to start World War Three.
0: Yeah, Oops. by a couple <laughs> missiles accidentally overshooting the target. Like, yeah, Jesus, World War One started
2: over the sinking of the Lusitania. So, like, I mean, is it really that far fetched? That's it's happened a lot. That's how World Wars start. Is usually dumb shit like that. Somebody got reckless, killed somebody else that they weren't supposed to. Now that yeah. country's mad. <laughs> yeah it yeah. is and that was a lot more than two people but still i thought to...
0: <laughs> which world war was started by somebody getting assassinated i don't remember
2: well technically i should okay that was wasn't that was how world war, world war world one? one world war one originally started but the hostania oh, okay. was how the u.s joined it oh okay was, okay
0: gotcha yeah, so i should correct I'll myself on that brandon yeah, with all it you,
2: all you guys at home that are taking history notes off of the brown petri dish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, you I know, mean, you know late. me. <laughs> I just listen to I just listen to history podcasts and hear random things and try to piece it together. Like that's it. Well, I do, like- but it's still it's
2: still kind of proving my point. Like, yeah, getting superpowers join uh, world wars over shit like that all the time. So it's not shouldn't be surprising if this causes a lot of headaches down the line.
0: Yeah. no, it's. Um, it's funny because Ukraine yesterday was like celebrating in the, uh, I forget where it was like the, the city that they just took back. Um, they were like having celebrations and, uh, Zelensky was, uh, giving medals to soldiers and whatnot. And, uh, and I think it pissed Putin off. He just decided to fire off a bunch of missiles today, which like, isn't helping them, uh, militarily at all. Like, it does not help Russia's military at all. It just, It's just a waste of money and a show of force. That's all it is. It, cause it, 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 it
2: does make for interesting press conferences afterwards, though, because yeah, <coughs> I mean, you'll get all these, like, Russian representatives that are like, we definitely didn't just bomb that park full of kids. That could have been fucking anybody. And yeah, it's yeah. just been a day-to-day thing of them doing, like, hospitals and things. And they're like, well, that's where all the bad guys, obviously, were, in the, in the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> right. You're like, Dude, uh, what are you talking
0: about? It is like it is
1: s- someone is firing missiles from Russia. That is not us. <laughs>
2: because, uh, <you> know, <laughs> yeah, that's not a fair accusation. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, it was the Belarusians. That's what. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, but uh, we'll go to something a little a little lighter, I guess. <laughs> um, we don't we don't usually play stand up clips as news, but uh, when Dave Chappelle does it, it's news. And uh, oh, yeah. wanna, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this, his SNL. Speaking of on... Russians
2: and the Jews, here we are with Dave Chappelle.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, but before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I
3: prepared.
6: <laughs> I denounce anti Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> And I stand with my friends in the Jewish community and that Kanye is how you buy yourself some time (laughs) I gotta tell you guys I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now and early in my career I learned that there are two words In the English language, that you should never say together in sequence, and those words are the and (laughs) juice. I've never heard someone do good after they said that. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye's gotten into some scrapes before. Normally, when he when he's in trouble, I pull up, I pull up immediately. But this time, I was like, you know what? Uh, Let me see what's gonna happen first. Let's (laughs) see. (laughs) Some going. <laughs> I can't remember how it started. Vaguely, I remember it started with a tweet, Strange tweet. It was like uh, I'm feeling a little sleepy.
3: I'm
6: gonna give me some rest, but when I wake up, I'm gonna go Defcon three on the juice. And then he just went to bed. <laughs> I was up all night worried. What is he gonna
3: do to the Jews?
6: <laughs> I grew up around Jewish people. Well, I have a lot of Jewish friends, so I'm not freaked out by your culture. I know a little bit about it just from hanging around. I'd be like, yo, yo, let's go out after school tomorrow. They'd be like, we can't go out. at Shana Na tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I had so many questions why do some of your people dress like Run DMC (laughs) time you woke up from that net we went right to work (laughs) a year ago I'd seen him on a podcast called Drink Champs Uh, great show uh, and, and it was it was an amazing appearance uh, Noriega and them were there the rappers that I love and they all had their gold chains and stuff on and uh Kanye said only millionaires wear chains they said what <laughs> he said I'm a billionaire <laughs> billionaires don't wear their money on their body I took my chain and I said oh snap <laughs> 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 it's good it was fun and funny. But when he woke up, he went on Drink Champs again. This time, he was on one. He was mad about something. He said, I can say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Adidas dropped that nigga immediately. Ironically, <laughs> 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 right, Adidas was founded by Nazis they were offended. <laughs> I guess the students have passed the teacher. <laughs> it's a big deal. The Brooklyn show business rules. This is a rule. You know, the rules of perception. If, if they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence and he should never speak about it. <laughs> Kyrie got in so much trouble, Kyrie got in trouble <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: Kyrie, Kyrie Irving posted a, a a link to a movie that he had seen on Amazon. No caption on the post and nothing like that. but apparently this movie had some... I don't know, anti-Semitic tropes or something. And it was some weird title, like from Hebrew to Negro or something.
3: <laughs>
6: and the NBA told me you should apologize. And he was slow to apologize. And then the list of demands to get back in their good graces got longer and longer. And this, this is where, you know, I draw the line. I know the Jewish people have been through terrible things all over the world, but but but, but you can't blame that on black Americans. You just You just can't. You know what I mean? Thanks to the one person that said (laughs) who. A fair punishment would be you should just post a link to Schindler's List and y'all write your own
3: captions.
6: (laughs) 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 Kyrie Irving's black ass was nowhere near the Holocaust. In fact, he's not even certain it existed. I saw one news pundit screaming about Kanye. She said, mental health is no excuse for that type of language. Yes, it is, bitch. (laughs) You kill somebody if you're mentally ill. Listen, okay, I don't think Kanye is crazy at all. I think he's possibly not well. well. I've been to Hollywood. Don't no want y'all to get mad at me. I'm just telling you. I've been to Hollywood. This was just what I saw. It's a lot of juice.
3: <laughs> like a
6: lot. <laughs> but that didn't mean anything. You know what I mean? There's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. Doesn't even run a place. <laughs> see if you had some kind of issue. You know what I mean? You might go out to Hollywood and your mind might start connecting some kind of lines and you could maybe adopt the delusion that the Jews run show business. It's not a crazy thing to think. But it's a crazy thing to say out loud. (laughs) in a clown like this.
0: So I didn't know that was going to be seven and a half minutes, but uh... (laughs) I wanted to play that because that's like what everybody's talking about right now. It's the controversy again with Dave Chappelle. Um, I I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. He said it was a delusion. He people are saying that he said that it was okay to think it but not say it. I'm like, that's not really what he was saying.
2: <laughs> no, I think they're kind of walking away with uh, <clears throat> with the wrong message on on that one. I mean all he's saying is that people have thoughts that they don't say all the time. It's pretty much kind of what he's getting at. And like, I don't know. I didn't really think he said anything negative about anybody.
1: Like, yeah. I, I thought when he talked about like the, the Holocaust, like not being real as like a little iffy, but like, um,
0: well, yeah, but that was him saying that Kyrie Irving doesn't think the Holocaust is real. Like he was, he was making fun of Kyrie Irving like that's yeah that's, <laughs> i think they're, he's
2: trying to get at the point like like Kyrie's an anti-vaxxer a flat earther i think yeah, he's just kind that, of alluding but that's to what that, I, I don't know word but, joke, but. That,
0: that's what i think the problem is with with dave chappelle though is that he is so he's so good at like weaving those little jokes in there that people don't catch and it's just like they just hear the the bad parts of it i think i don't know like it's Like, I I truly don't think there was anything wrong with that. I didn't think he was saying that anti-Semitism was okay or anything like that. I think he was making fun of Kanye and Kyrie for doing it. I don't know. I
2: did think he had a point when he brought up that uh, people have said that uh, poor mental health is not an excuse for what someone says. And I'm like, actually, yeah, that's, that's a lot of probable bad mental health is people saying things that might not necessarily be... On the up, but like, yeah, I can see how mental health would affect that a lot. But
1: oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Like, and then he's like, mental health is like, like his reason people are like shooting yeah. now and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, and mental like, health yeah. has
2: killed people before, yeah. so yeah, obviously, like that's and that's definitely something that could happen.
0: And I, those. I and I agree with that. But like, what are what are you supposed to do as a society when uh, when somebody keeps doing shit like this and doesn't get help. Like, you know, I mean, it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's I, mental health, I, but it's like yeah. at some point you got to As
2: much as I am a fan of like Kyrie Irving getting suspended for a few games so he can knock it the fuck off. Um and not just like the anti Semitic, it's just all of it, all of it. We're tired of Kyrie Irving doing weird shit for publicity. Just knock it off. Take a few games, figure your shit out, man. Yeah. Whatever. I don't really care what Kyrie Irving believes. I don't think uh, however many games suspension is gonna change Kyrie Irving's beliefs to something everybody can just unanimously hold hands behind. I don't think that's gonna do anything. I think Dude. it's just to get Kyrie Irving to knock it the fuck off. That's the only reason he's
0: gonna Dan, I don't understand why anybody covers what Kyrie Irving says. Like it was like it yeah. was like what, like six six years ago, maybe? <clears throat> maybe maybe less than that, maybe four or five years ago. That uh, he said that we don't really know if dinosaurs existed or not. Like that's at that yeah. point, like l- l- let's stop interviewing the guy. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like weird. what? Let
2: him, let him do him. <laughs> does it make him any worse at basketball. No, let let him do him, man. If he <laughs> yeah. wants to believe that, be my be my guest.
1: But Ervin's like, delusional, and then like Kanye's worse than him, so. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. And Kyrie Kyrie like doesn't have any excuse either cuz that dude that dude grew up in a pretty well-off family getting education from all over the world. <laughs> you know, like it's like yeah. Kyrie has well, no Well, it's pretty
1: easy
2: to get across that world when it's flat shot
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's what's crazy to me is that Kyrie is a pretty cultured person for him to go off of that, for him to go off on that shit. It it, it shocked me when it first happened.
2: It felt like an overnight turn. Yeah. He was such a normal guy. Like, I was such a big Kyrie Irving fa- oh, growing same. up. Like, man,
0: then- I mean, not so, growing like, once- up, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're older than me. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know,
2: I'm pretty close to Kyrie's age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But, I- no, like, growing up, he was such a normal guy and cool. I was like, yeah, man. Like, I look up to that guy. And then he said some flat earther shit. And I was like, well, he's still really good at
0: basketball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I remember I remember playing with Kyrie Irving on NBA 2K uh using using the draft classes because he wasn't in the NBA yet. He was he it was like his year he played for Duke, I think.
2: I thought you were um, about to say like on like 73rd in in Madison when we had like a showdown. No.
0: In no. I was I was like what? You-? No what happened no but uh but yeah i remember playing with him on nba 2k before he was even actually in the game um because you could download the college draft classes and shit and and so i was like so pumped when the Cavs drafted him like that was like kyrie was my dude like i was i was shocked when when this shit came out about him man like i'm was... not a big
2: basketball shoe guy but i really like his shoes but like
0: yeah but i can't buy them
2: (laughs) the ones i really (laughs) wanted to get like this was before all this the ones i really wanted to get that i thought looked the coolest were the black history month ones and like i just wasn't sure i was like am am, am i like okay to buy those is that is that gonna look like i'm not gonna get like beat up over this Is this a good thing or a bad thing i can't figure
1: this out yeah, dude. Like, the- you could find them on discount right now. So. I bet I could find them <laughs>
2: really cheap right now. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know what? I might.
2: I might. Just just because. Just because. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he is. You know, you're still screen sharing, right? Yes. Fair.
0: I do. Yeah. These ones are the ones I wanted. <laughs> the brooklyn the, well the brooklyn yeah the the brooklyn beats they're fucking awesome they have like a little boombox on the back actually that's pretty
2: <laughs> that's actually pretty cool i haven't i haven't yeah. seen those before but and, yeah, those are pretty cool i've too.
0: had them in my hand so many times at <laughs> at a shoe store and been like i can't i can't fucking
2: buy <laughs> them <laughs> no, it's weird i heard <laughs> if you do go to buy them they actually ask if you're vaccinated <laughs> yeah. you, have to, you have to show yeah. Yeah. Proof of non-vaccination. To be able to
0: buy those <laughs> shoes. That would be hilarious, dude. If he made that, <laughs> Nike would never do that. Yeah. But they ask you
1: think. what shape a basketball is.
0: <laughs> 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 Depends who you ask. That's the right <laughs> answer. Maybe, uh, maybe Kyrie and uh, maybe Kyrie and Kanye could just get their own shoe shoe manufacturer. Oh my god, just like <laughs> you
1: know what people to avoid. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like people that have, like, a Joker tattoo.
2: Oh, exactly. It's the same thing. God, I hope Kyrie and Kanye drop an album
0: together. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Didn't Kyrie try to rap at one point? I think No, he... you're thinking of LeBron. No, LeBron, LeBron, I knew LeBron did. I thought Kyrie did, though. There was somebody else. Um, he could have. There was somebody what on the a... Cavs that rapped. I can't remember who it was. Oh, fuck. It's going to drive me nuts. Oh, Amon Ammon uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Amon,
1: Amon Shumpert Shumper. seems
0: like the kind, the, the kind, the <laughs> yeah. kind Like the kind only guy,
1: NBA man. player that can like
0: sorta of rap is Willard. Yeah, Amon Schumper was actually pretty decent.
2: Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. We have so many albums we're gonna check out after this.
0: <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. think he <laughs> ever had an album. But it... <laughs> <laughs> Has, like, he was decent YouTube for songs. a basketball player. Like he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> Shaq. You know, Isn't like he better that's, than
2: Le'Veon Bell.
0: That's probably the worst rap album I've ever heard in my life is Shaq is Shaq's rap, rap album. It was so bad. Oh my god. Oh man. It was it was awful. Um
1: now you can go see Shaq
0: DJ. <laughs> you yeah. Would,
2: you know, you would think if they could rap that well, they wouldn't be playing a contact sport.
0: <laughs> uh we'll check out this one, I guess, because we only have time for like one more probably, I think. Um, This was uh, from MSNBC. tonight. So
4: let me start with you, because I'm looking at a letter that Rick Scott has now sent to his colleagues at NBC News has obtained. And he says, despite what the armchair quarterbacks on TV will tell you, there is no one person responsible for our party's performance across the country. But he says we have a clear choice to make. He says, if you simply want to stick with the status quo, don't vote for me. I don't think he ever says the name Mitch McConnell in this letter. Uh, But it is very clear that Rick Scott wants to force this showdown between the two of them. The two that have had, by the way, months of, you know, I don't want to say bad blood, but (laughs) less than copacetic uh, working professional conditions, if you will. Um, Talk us through this, because Mitch McConnell, unlike Kevin McCarthy on the House side, only needs, what, 25 Republican senators to back him. And he's the Senate leader again.
5: That's right, Hallie. This is just breaking in the last few minutes. Rick Scott, the Florida Republican senator, has officially announced in a notice to colleagues that he will challenge Mitch McConnell to be Senate Republican leader. Now, this is, of course, for the position of minority leader, not majority leader, that both these men uh, expected you know, to, to uh, have the position of heading into the next year. It comes after Republicans vastly underperformed in these Senate races. They'll either end up even in the 50-50 Senate or downward.
0: Dude, that is the creepiest looking dude in the world. Like, what the fuck? Dude,
2: that's going to haunt my, my
0: dreams. Dude, those eyes, man. What I the fuck? I am never going to be able
2: to pleasure myself again. Because that image <laughs> is just going like, to flash through my mind.
0: That is crazy, Like, dude. he's
2: got
1: the eyes of salad fingers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he
0: does.
5: It is so scary, see Yeah one seat if they end up losing the Georgia runoff uh, on December 6th. And this comes after months of, yes, Howie, bad blood between Mitch McConnell and Rick Scott. It is now spilling it out into the open uh, in a way that we've never quite seen before. This is a clash between these two men over strategy and vision for the future of the Republican Party. Rick Scott has made his differences with Mitch McConnell uh, either subtly or overtly known, uh, most notably when he released a long uh, policy agenda for how he wants Republicans to govern and and mcconnell immediately rejected it that included provisions like uh, making sure all americans uh, pay some federal income tax democrats had a field day with that arguing that would be a, a big tax increase on working americans it would sunset all federal laws after five years democrats said that means social security and Medicare.
0: dude i just uh, i mean we don't need to hear all that i just uh, I i think trump the trump land guys like rick scott are gonna find out how little power they have when uh, they try to challenge mitch mcconnell
2: (laughs) because the
1: election was stolen and uh also just an evil mastermind like he'll win
0: i didn't mean to exit out of that because did you guys see did can you guys see this right here this little corner where the the ads where the ads are yeah yeah um in that last video there was something up there that it was advertising for and i couldn't see what it was but it looked like it was like a like a Sarah Palin hentai porn, like it was like what the
2: wow,
3: it was like what childhood. the hell? <laughs> yeah. What's
0: your
2: YouTube history looking I, like there, buddy?
0: Dude, I've never watched anything like that on YouTube. I'm not that dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, porn's yeah. free. Why would I watch stuff like that on warming YouTube? Warming up
2: in Alaska. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it's crazy though. The advertisements you get, and you're like, "What the fuck? new era makes sense because I shop on their website all the time."
2: John actually had to pause earlier on to go get a hat
0: because he realized he wasn't wearing it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I have oh, to I wear did. a hat. It's, a new hat for every day of the year. It's on our logo. If I'm not wearing the hat, how will people know who we are?
2: It's a fair point. Yeah. John has also actually left the Funny Stop Comedy Club knowing that he had a shot to get up because he needed a hat in order to
0: get up. Yeah, I've, I've only been on stage without a hat like twice. Were they both bombs? No, actually the one uh <laughs> the one was one of my best sets. I, I uh used it for my submission tape for Rubber City, actually.
2: <laughs> Listen, Lucas, any oh, set yeah. without a hat is a bomb to John.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that was uh New Year's Eve. Pete specifically told me not to wear a hat. Um <laughs> it was, uh, okay. New, New Year's Eve when I worked with Brendan Ayer and those shows were just like fire. Like they were, they were crazy. Nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We'll get to uh, Lucas's comic here. Um, It's a very weird clip. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's from Steve Steve Martin. So I wouldn't expect any less. Um, (laughs) I'm actually reading his book right now. Oh, it's Uh,
1: it's so good. Born standing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't gotten very far to the point where he's like working in magic shops and shit as a kid. So yeah. it's uh it's pretty interesting. You definitely like get a glimpse of him as a kid and kind of can see the trajectory of him, you know. Like uh his childhood was just kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh this is from Steve Martin Live. We'll uh play a little bit of this and then and then talk about it.
6: Oh, they have these things here, good. Okay, let's not waste any more time. (laughs) Boy, those are good seats up there.
3: The show has started!
6: I can see him selling those seats. Oh yeah, they're real good. <laughs> <laughs> Our
2: ticket would have tickets 9 dollars during the week? That's not bad, really, to see a big show like
5: this. Um, <laughs> well, with all the uh, props and everything.
2: It's kind of fun for me to see the people in the audience with the
0: amateur model arrow through the hand. <laughs> this, of course, is the professional model, um,
2: <laughs> made in Germany, cost $150. But really, 975—that's nothing. For that, someone should come out and go.
5: Okay, one more time for the photographers.
2: Hi, <laughs> what a cute girl. Well, you get to see a show. All I have are
6: memories,
4: <laughs>
2: and I'm into professional photography. <laughs> I paid nine hundred bucks for this. Is that too much? So these cameras are great because an idiot.
0: I love. It. He's like four minutes into his special and hasn't hasn't told a <laughs> joke yet. Like it's, no, <laughs> yeah. It is that he is fucking crazy, man. There's yeah. really
2: something to be said for a time when cocaine did not have fentanyl. <coughs> and you
0: Get away with it, dude. I don't think like Steve that. Martin ever used drugs. No, he <laughs> has been that high energy yeah. person. Yeah, I think he's just—he's uh just—that's just who he is. <laughs> and Which... and
1: like he planned all of it. Oh so yeah, like, like everything he does on stage is like meticulously planned, but like he makes it look like he's just like a crazy person.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I—I I mean, I've taken some of that from from him from reading his book and kind of started trying to do that myself a little bit with like, just like planned riffs for certain situations, you know, like it's like, it's not really a riff, but the crowd thinks it is. you know, that's exactly what I do. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, I have like my go-to is based on certain situations. I'm, I'm real meticulous about shit.
0: Yeah. I'm working on one now where, uh, if the person in front of me like really crushes, um, but uh, in the first in the first two minutes of my set, I say the word "laugh" thirty times. That's oh pretty, my god! Pretty... <laughs> I yeah. think it's I think it's gonna be pretty funny. <laughs> you know, like, I just want to bring the room <laughs> down a little bit. I just want to bring it down. Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I try to get a, like a minor joke in there and just keep the laughter rolling long enough to be like, "See, I'm crushing too. Look at me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Look how good I'm doing. Uh, know, like someone before you crushing is." Like, like, I think that's normally pretty good. It's a lot worse if they just, like, bomb. And the worst is if they bomb with just, like, something weird. Like,
0: really weird. See, I like, I like the shows at Funny Stop. I know this makes me an asshole, but <laughs> I like the shows at Funny Stop that I'm, like, the second guest set. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, the host bombs and then the first guest set bombs. and then and then and then i'm going up to a cold crowd and i have to try to get them back like that's my favorite time to go up like i i like going up to a to a crowd that nobody else has succeeded at yet like it's it's, i don't know it's like i like the challenge of it it's almost
2: easier at a club to like really win back the room because especially the funny stop it's dark i mean it's they have nothing to do but pay attention to you. They've already paid for the ticket. Um, it, I don't know. It's That is kind of fun. Yeah. Like, depending like, how bad they bombed.
1: Like, that's probably the most rewarding. And, like, if you're comfortable in it, like, like, John, <laughs> like, does, like, funny stuff a lot. So, like, comfortable on that stage. But, like, if yeah. it's, like, spot, you're not comfortable and the person in front of you, bomb, it's like, oh, shit. But, yeah. Like, if it's a place you know, like, got them then like yeah nothing's like more rewarding than being like oh i went up to like silence and then like left to like applause
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's why like that's i hope i hope I. that's my goal and my next goal in comedy is to be able to be as comfortable as i am at the funny stop every time i go on stage like that's I mean, that's my goal, because I can just walk up at Funny Stop and just, like, fuck around and not care. Like, I, I can go up at Funny Stop and grab the mic and just, like, look at the crowd for a minute and not say anything. And I I wouldn't do that almost anywhere else. Like, it's just, like, I feel so comfortable. I mean, I've been on that stage hundreds of times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that. that is a,
2: I don't know. Would you consider it an easy room? I kind of consider it an easy room no. if there's people there.
0: No, the funny stop I wouldn't consider an easy room for a club. Um, I mean any yeah, any any, club. any clubs, clubs easier than a bar show, but like the funny stop is I think a difficult room because it's a very mixed room. Like because it because it's in Kaga Falls and Kaga Falls is very much like 50-50 when it comes to politics and so it's like it's like a very very different Types of people in the same room. A lot of different types of people in the same room. A lot of different types of white people in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Like usually, yeah. Usually, yeah. And then there's that
2: oddball night. That yeah, I'm telling
1: you. <laughs> and then it has like sort of tall ceilings too. Yeah. yeah, the sound can be weird in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. But man, when that club is packed, <sighs> when that club is packed, and and it's a good room, it is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite. Ba- that place is crazy when it's packed. It's so
2: much fun, man. I love that. Yeah. Like, uh, I hosted the Sat Saturday show. I think at the fun at the uh, Rubber City Fest, and when it was packed in there, man, like that. It seemed like they just laughed at everything. Yeah, like, every yeah. notion, every wink or nod or goddamn anything. It was so much fun.
0: I've also never done hilarities when it was sold out, though. So <laughs> that's, <got laughs> that's- that-, that would
1: yeah. be like. Yeah, like that that's probably just like mainlining laughter.
3: Yeah, I mean right? that was
0: pretty much uh pretty much when uh, John Armstrong uh had his first headlining night there last Friday. That was it was pretty much sold out. Like there were people in the balcony and all the seats were full down low. Um and it was it was crazy. Uh he killed uh Joe Briggs killed right before him like it was it was a great it was a great night for cleveland comedy because uh i know john's been doing it for a couple years longer than most of us uh in our group of friends but like i feel like he's the first one of our group of friends to get the headline hilarities. so it was a pretty cool moment Um, and he's he's, such a humble and
2: helpful and nice guy man like nobody deserves it more than he does
1: yeah yeah is he the guy moving to new york with joe
0: no, that's uh, no, that's, that's also Joe. Yeah, Joe Graham. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: and he's gonna be in in Manor with John and I on November eighteenth, <laughs> and, and Stadium where? Grill. Oh, the show! A show's coming up. Yeah, yeah. We're doing okay. a show on Friday. I was just trying to slide oh, yeah. it where I could, but like,
0: yeah, I was gonna say I don't think either of the Joes are on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: Joe Graham was on it. No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> that's all right though we can plug the show stadium grill
3: oh uh, no no, no. November 18th. never mind
0: <laughs> and, if you're a fan of joe graham don't don't come <laughs> yeah. no do come um <laughs> yeah we have some great comics on the show it's blim love jimmy killius brian sternick uh Kristen hoffman brandon and myself it'll be and then you
1: dual host it
0: no we do uh for that show i do a shotgun style nice. so yeah everybody introduces know the next comic yeah fine yeah I, I i that's my favorite format for a show um for one thing i think it gives everybody more time yep. because you don't have a host walking up and walking down every time like it's and uh and i think it makes the show feel more uh i don't know feel more like everybody's equal <laughs> kind of yeah. you know like it's yeah
1: Inst- More fast paced too. Yeah, it like, keeps the audience on their toes.
0: Right. Yeah. Like the variety. That's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, Lucas, where can people follow you? Um, on Instagram, TikTok, whatever.
1: Yeah. So I'm L squared comedy. Um, nerdy math. I think, but L squared comedy, <laughs> <everywhere.
0: laughs> nice. comedy everywhere. Nice. L squared comedy everywhere. Yeah, man. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. It was uh, it was good seeing you. Hope I'll see yeah. you again soon sometime.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Thanks for having me, Brandon. And really hope to make out to uh, Ohio. Uh, hoping to make it out in 2023. I'd probably put those odds at like 50-50. And if I don't make it out in 2023, then I'll be 100% out there in 2024.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, give him, uh, give him a follow. Check out all of his content and whatnot and uh, thanks you for you next coming year. on man or the year yeah. after <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> alright later Lucas oh, see ya, Bye. See ya man. brown petri dish is created by john brown and brandon petri logo design by brian gallagher music by jared bailey audio version of the podcast is produced and edited by john brown Video YouTube version Produced and edited by Harrison Poole